Hey guys, I'm James, you just joined the high table and welcome back to the bunker. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about how you can get onto reality TV. And for this episode, I brought on a special guest, my friend, my brother from another mother, the lady killer himself, Mr. Elliot Burnell. Let's get into it. Hey guys, so we've got Elliot here today on the podcast. Um, <laughs> look at that salute. The, the lady killer himself. The reason why I brought Hi. Elliot onto the podcast today, guys, is because me and him both have reality TV experience. And with the latest season of Celebs Co Dating coming out, I thought now would be as good a time as any to talk about how you can get onto reality TV or more, or more accurately how do you get onto reality TV? It's not how you get onto, but it's how they get you on in the first place. So to start this off, I'm going to go to my man, Elliot. Elliot, mate, tell us, how did you get onto uh, reality TV? Tell us what show you were on, first of all. Uh, well, I was on Celebs Go Dating was the first one. That was the main one, I'm dead honest. Uh, and now this is actually the tricky and horrible thing about reality shows is I actually got, as you would say, head to go on it so i had people approach me through my instagram and now the only way you can done it will depend on the type of people you follow now you don't follow the people who are going to be on the show you follow casters, and then the more casters you follow the more other casters will see you through mutual friends and if you set up your social media correctly they will then come ask you yeah so that's actually very very true that's actually that's actually how i got on to uh reality tv as well funny enough um i've done celebs go dating as well this is actually one of the things that me and elliot uh found out we had in common when we uh met each other um i did i think it was the season before you did wasn't it yeah i think i was season four yeah and i was season three Um, yeah so I went on, and the celebrity that I uh, dated on the oh, dated on the show was uh, Charlotte Dawson. Um, but the whole process of getting on to these um, shows is it's not organic at all. It's um, it's so manufactured that it's untrue. Like they tell you to apply, but no one, but nobody who actually gets on the shows actually applies. As Elliot said, when you go on these shows, it's a case of somebody will reach out to you, like a caster from a show will reach out to you, tell you a little bit about what the show is, what it'll enti- what it entails, but not tell you the whole thing. And then... They won't tell you who you're dating either. Yeah, they won't tell you who you're dating. They won't tell you a lot, but they'll ask you if you're interested. And if you are interested, they'll... They'll attack you. They'll, they'll basically go after you and like ask you to do like a um a Skype interview. I think that's what you did as well, wasn't it, Elliot? Did you yeah, FaceTime one, yeah. Yeah, so you do like a, a FaceTime, a Skype interview, and on these interviews, you they ask you questions about you, etc. They try to get a vibe for you, and then if they like you from that video, they pass that on to a higher producer, and then they'll ask you to fill in the application form. Uh, basically, which to make it, pretty much watching they're watching you do it and the second you click finish they click select put this person through pretty much it's like a case if you've done the application form as a formality basically 
Uh, At that point, you're already in the hot list and you are being fast-tracked up the list to get onto the actual show. So when I got on, it was a case of... I went to the mixer at the in the Slabsco dating mixer, but it was a case of I already knew that I had a date lined up for the next episode. Whereas most of the celeb, most of the people who went on the show didn't realize that. So it's like there's people who they bring on to be fillers, and then there's people who they bring on to actually go on the date. So it's it's really not organic. It's a case of if you apply, you have next to no chance of getting on to a reality show. It needs to be a case of somebody has to have approached you and presented you to the higher ups, and if they like you, that's how you're going to get on. So I mean, like Slabs Go Dating, and it, it was almost an identical process for Love Squad as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't even told what that show was really about. They just said, "Oh, we've got another dating show. Are you interested?" I only found out what was actually doing. I didn't even realize the show was called MTV Love Squad until we finished filming. <laughs> I was like, "What? What are we even doing here? I don't get it. Like, what's the point?" And he's like, "Yeah, this is from MTV." I was like, "Brill, excellent." But that's that was the that was the thing. Like, they told me it was an MTV show, but they didn't give me the title of the show until after it was. I mean, this is how me and Elliot actually met. We met on this show, Love Squad, for MTV. Um, we quit. Me and him quickly realized that <laughs> we weren't gonna win that episode. Um, oh yeah. We, we basically <laughs> we basically walked on, sat down, looked around, and we were like, "Well, the premise yeah. of Love Squad is basically um, one girl's gonna choose from a bunch of guys, or a guy's gonna choose from a bunch of girls, and the, that person will choose one. Their family chooses one, or family and friends choose a suitor. And yeah. The show chooses a suitor." And when we got there and sat down and looked around, me and Elliot were basically the only two, for want of a politically correct way of saying this, lighter-skinned dudes on the, in, in, yeah. in the running. Like Everyone else was black. And we we're like, this girl, whoever she is, clearly has a type. We aren't. Yeah. Here. So we, without being told it, we, we were literally definitely the fillers for that show. Now there's anything wrong with that, because I don't mind... Doing that, but the fact because before we did the show, we had to meet up in that bar, and I remember this. I don't even know James, but I looked over at James and I was like, "Oh shit, that's my competition." Fuck. And then I overheard him dating. I was like, "Fuck, he's been on Slipper dating as well." I was like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Is it all gonna be a mess up or what?" But that's. I think that was the crazy thing though, because it shows you how small the circles are in reality TV. Like, all yeah. the casting agents are looking at the same people constantly. Because, like you said earlier, if um, if a casting agent adds you on your social media, whether it be your Instagram, your Facebook, whatever, all the other casting agents will look at their friends list, who they're following, and they'll add all of those as well. So, invariably, if one casting agent follows you, more are going to follow, and then more are going to ask you about TV shows. Um, we are probably shooting ourselves in the foot here for ever getting on reality TV ever again. <laughs> but to be honest with you, <laughs> I'm not that bothered. I've, I've been there, done that. No, I reckon I'd still ask. I mean, I still get texts saying like, are you free? Do you fancy dating someone again? But then they won't tell you what the show is and I don't trust them. So how many times they've been like, oh, would you be interested in doing a show? And I'll say yes. And the further we get down 
They're actually like, right, we're going to lock you in a hotel room with your ex to see if you can sort shit out. And then I'm like, no, <laughs> not doing that. But this, see you later. But this, is, this is the crazy thing, though. Like, uh, like I say, the fact that they all are working together and they're all sort of ringing up the same people for the same shows. I mean, like, yeah. it's, it's the fact that we, me and you both did Celebs Go Dating. I think we had the same caster as well. I'm not sure if we had the same, what, for what, for Love Squad? No, for Celebs. We both knew the same person. We both definitely knew the same caster, which just proves the point. We definitely had the same caster following both of us. Yeah. Because we were asked to do something. No, it was MTV Love Squad. It was a different episode. We both got asked, didn't we? Yeah. And then we were just do it if we can both go on it and she's like that's not gonna happen was that well, I'm not- <laughs> this was the thing for me this was the thing it was like um the fact that we both did celebs go dating and then we're both selected at a later date to do love squad it to me that to me just shows like how small that circle is and how they um how they're selecting people from a very small group um, yeah and that i found that kind of interesting the other thing as well is it's very clear that they're looking for very certain types of people to go on these shows. Because... Yeah, gorgeous. <laughs> well, I mean, the reality of the situation, I mean, I go on about this quite a lot on like uh, my other social medias, but I used to be a pretty overweight dude. All right. Like there's no way around it. I was pretty overweight. Were TV casters looking to bring me on any TV shows at that point? No, they, <laughs> they weren't. It was the opposite. It was super skinny. Well, this and is, I had no- well, this is the thing. It wasn't until physically I'd bec- I'd achieved a, a more athletic looking physique and like started posting pictures of my six pack online, etc. That's when the casters started coming to me. Which yeah. it also shows you that again, if you want any chance of getting onto reality TV, you need to fit a certain look they're looking for. Um, which, which we don't agree with, but no, it's, it's, it's the anti. Well, it's it's completely, it's extremely superficial and it's wrong. Like, um, I I was hoping to get on the show is based on like the content of a character, which. <laughs> I mean, I'm a massive geek. Like, we, we everybody knows I'm a massive geek, but it's like they look at my Instagram, they don't necessarily see that, and then when they put me on these shows, they're like. Oh, what? Is, who is this guy? What is he? Like they don't know how to take it, but it's like, I mean, we can talk. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk on a later show about like what reality TV is actually like. But getting onto it, yeah, it's a case of you what you want to get casters following you. So if you follow a caster and they follow you back, um, and then their casters follow you as well, invariably they're gonna ask you to if you're interested in a show, like Elliot said, and then they're gonna get you onto a FaceTime or Skype call, record it, send it to a higher up. And then if they like yeah, well, you, they really basically want. bottle it once you're on the screen, basically. That's what the FaceTime's for. They want to make sure you still come off bubbly and excited. And if you don't, they just probably will tell you, sorry, you're not a good fit and just never talk to you again. Yeah. And then ironically, you'll probably get blacklisted from all the other shows. Yeah. Yeah, you would. I reckon you would. Yeah. So it's just like, if you do well on that, they're gonna, you're gonna do well, and you're likely to get pe- picked up for a lot of the shows. Um, 
the other thing as well is that they seem to want you to be an extreme version of yourself. Like, they don't want you to be boring, because at the end of the day, they want somebody who's going to be good on TV, don't they? They want somebody who's going to be entertaining to watch. Yeah, it's, it's all about views. It's it's not... like and I, As much as I hate to say this, because I'm like a secret, hopeless romantic at heart, but if you go on these shows, you are not there to find love or a date. You are there to make everyone else believe you found love in a date. That's very, very true. Like, um... That's the other thing. The the casters, they the weird thing is the casters want you to be there for the genuine reason. But 99.9% of people going on these shows are not there to actually find love. I mean, I'll be very candid. I'll be very honest. The whole reason why I did, um, I did these shows in the first place was to get exposure to try and promote my personal training. Uh didn't work out the way i was hoping for but that's why i went on or and in fact going on one of them i think cost me a potential relationship but um at the end of the day say la vie i'm with a much much better woman now so all's well that ends well <laughs> you're just jealous you're just jealous i am i'll tell you what do you know the one thing that stings me the most go on i right you, you Anyone who gets asked to go on a show, your thought process will go like this as well. I'm thinking, oh, God, I'm going to get a date, a celeb. I wonder if it's going to be like this woman or woman, or maybe it'll be that woman. And like, I end up with a celeb. Like, I genuinely might fall in love. I might be able to make her fall in love. Or my life's going to be like complete. Yeah. And then I'll tell you, like, yeah, this is definitely not. <laughs> well, it's I'm like, it's mad, right? Because the two, like, the two of the dating shows went on. So, like, there was Love Squad and then there was Celebs Go Dating. I've since found out or heard rumours of that the two celebrities on both shows. So, I heard that Charlotte Dawson was still with her fella. Was still with her fella <laughs> during filming. Like, that's how mad that was. Um, and then, when I did the set, my other episode, I did my other episode of uh, Love Squad and Kendall Ray Knight was on it. She was the girl on the date. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've heard she had a fellow when she went on the dating show as well. It's like two shows, two celebrities, and they weren't single when they came on. That's reality TV for you. Don't <laughs> expose. Yes, it's like the celebrities are going on for their own exposure as well. They're, they're not there to find love. You're not there to find love. Everybody seems to know what it's what they're there for, except for the producers who are hoping for something. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it's 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 just the most surreal thing. And like I say, getting onto these shows, it has nothing to do with the application process. I mean, no. let's put it this way: the the latest application process for Love Island is out. You can apply for Love Island today. <laughs> and <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, there's going to be hundreds of thousands of applicants. There is every single year. And tell you what, though. In if I was trying to do it and I was like the guy in charge of casting, yeah, would you say to them, right, we have 100 million applicants, go through and find someone or be like, tell you what, shoot through Instagram, find somebody who looks good, tell them to apply, push them through. Well, that's, you you, you that's, are going to do your that's route, the part, aren't that, you? That's the part that makes sense. I mean, I've, I, I don't know about you, but I think everybody we know has probably had had a callback for uh, Love Island at this stage. 
Like every Tom, uh, Dick, and Harry has had a callback for Love Island. You've done an interview for it, haven't you? We, yeah, but the thing is, I got onto my interview for Love Island because a talent agency, um, <laughs> I'm fuck it, I'll name them, big bag agency, basically scouted me, and yeah. then contacted ITV and said, "Oh, we've got a guy that we want to put forward for the show." So then I got put leapfrogged over everybody. Had to do an application again, but like I was already in touch with the uh, with a caster. Yeah, went through to the to the to obviously like the casting thing that they do, and yeah, I didn't make it past that point. But it's like I never at any point there did an actual application for it. It was a case of casting agent put me through. Next thing I know, I'm there at the casting meeting in Manchester, surrounded by a load of guys who pretty much are similar to yourself, and. Yeah. Next thing you know, like you sat there, you're thinking, well, realistically, I don't have much chance again. Because Love Island is the holy grail of reality TV. You get on that, you've got a very good chance of you're going to make a lot of money out of it. So Yeah, see, mine as well, but I shot in. I got pushed through to last. Um, but to what, Love Island was actually the first ever TV interview thing I did. And I did not it at all. So they said to me, you're going to do an interview for the producers. Yeah. Go on TV. And they ask you some personal questions. And my head's just, this is definitely going on TV. So I wouldn't dare. There's like certain questions that I'd be like, sorry, I'm a gentleman. I'm not going to answer that question. So, you basically, can help me. so basically you just shut down a little bit for it. You're like, yeah, yeah, which you won't get through. That's the thing. You've got to be the kind of person who's willing to bear all, do a yeah. golem impression on national TV, <laughs> which I did, much to my chagrin. <laughs> oh, that was your own fault. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try and get the clip and put it on here because, oh my yeah. days. But yeah, the thing is, the, the thing is, for me, I'm not joking. I'm not making this up. This is actually hilarious. Every single FaceTime, Skype interview I've done for the shows, I've done my Gollum impression, and it gets me through. You there, mate? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I thought you froze. You just froze in shock. You just froze in shock. But no, seriously, it's my golem impression. It's such a, it's such a winner that when you when you go on these shows and you do something so outlandish like that, when you do that in the interview stage, like this guy's crazy, we want him on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If they think you're gonna do something, <laughs> no offense, dumb on TV. Yeah, guaranteed. They they all like, if I sat there and started talking about how a massive player I am and I can get a woman like that, I'll rip my shirt off if I need to. They will be sitting there thinking, this guy's gold, get him on. Yeah. They, they want either the biggest bell end, the biggest um, idiot or dumb, dumb fuck, basically. They want someone out there on the show, someone who's going to be entertaining. And to be fair, there's no one more entertaining than Mr. Elliot Burnell. You just have to honestly. You just have to look at this guy's TikTok to um, to see how it's yes. Honestly, the thirst on his TikTok is real. The thirst on his TikTok is absolutely real. It's mental. That's because I do heartfelt videos. 
I'm going to link to your TikTok in the description down below. I swear to God. Like, if Good anybody old. views this, I'm going to put a link to his TikTok down below. And you can go there and you can enjoy the thirst for Mr. Elliot Bennell as well. Um, so... I think this is a good. I think this is a good place to end this episode, on, like on how to get on reality TV. Uh, we're going to do another episode uh, with Elliot again, and we're going to talk about what reality TV is actually like. Indeed, um, yeah. it's that. This is that's going to be more of a case of it's like. <laughs> I think I, I think we need to tell people the re the real truth about it, and I think people need to have the understanding about whether they really want to go on reality tv because it, it can cost quite a bit to you mentally and uh and personally so yeah i think we'll yeah. end today's episode of the high table here uh remember guys to like the video uh subscribe to the video and ring the bell for notifications and we will see ring. you guys yeah. again <laughs> next time thanks for watching see you guys